Welcome to the Wretched Hive Podcast. I got a bad feeling about this. Moss Eisley Spaceport. What are you talking about? You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. This is ridiculous. We must be cautious. Actually, we're just a bunch of guys talking about Star Wars and other stuff. I'm looking forward to having some real talk with some real folks. That's good news. I like the sound of that. Welcome to another episode of the Wretched Hive Podcast. Today we are talking about Loki, Season 1, Episode 5, Journey into Mystery. This is a big one. And we've got the whole crew That's here said. to talk about it. We've got myself, Steve Baldwin, Dave, Nico, Greg, and Scott joining me. Hello, gentlemen. Hey. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Hi. What's up, player? <laughs> Just when you thought the series was getting entertaining, they dropped this one on us. They, ki- they kicked out the jams on this one, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. They did. Journey into Mystery, Season 1, Episode 5 of Loki. Uh, we're going to get right into it, guys. Uh, the penultimate episode of the season already. Did you we're say penultimate? Yes, I did. Pent? I was, pent, I was pent looking Penultimate. We're pent Damn. up here Damn. with uh, well, excitement. Pent up with excitement. Yeah. I, I was looking to work that into the conversation somehow, Steve. I'm glad you're reading my mind. I'm always up to use the word pentultimate. So thank you very much. <laughs> I also the- pet ultimate. <laughs> Fuzzy. <laughs> 45 minutes. You're not getting 45 minutes, pal. This is going to be you know, crazy. The funny thing is, I've never mispronounced a word ever, ever before on the show. Before <laughs> no, now. not once. That's so, bullshit. Plagius. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, the season's penultimate episode picks up right where episode four left off. Literally, there's no break with Loki looking up and he sees. Four variants of himself. We've got Kid Loki, Classic Loki, Boastful Loki, and not Crocodile Loki, but Alligator, alligator. Loki. Yeah. And I'm sorry, you missed it's Izod that. Loki. Izod Loki is what it is. And Izod. by the way, that you missed that, Steve, on the first viewing of episode four is one of my favorite things. Not as good as Nico watching the uh, cut scene for uh, the Book of Boba Fett at the end of Mandalorian, but it was still pretty damn good. Yeah, I completely missed it and didn't catch it until you guys brought it to my attention. I only watched the episode once and missed it altogether. The entire internet had seen it. Other and, than me. And blew up, by the way. And now they're blowing up even more. We'll get to it. But you've missed the very first reference. It's the title of the episode mm. is the first appearance of Thor and the first appearance of Loki. is Journey into Mystery, right? Number 83 and 85 are the really? first two appearances of those two characters. So that's yeah, Thor. Yeah, yeah, Thor and Loki appeared in the comic book, Journey right. into Mystery, yes. Yeah, and and did oh, wow. not in the same issue though. It was different issues, but yeah, they were that's 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 the comic book they were introduced in to okay. in nineteen sixty three ish sixty two sixty three somewhere. Yep, two twenty two twenty one, whatever it takes. That is awesome. Exactly. See, again, this is why I do the show with you guys to learn from. Oh, shit! Shit's gonna get real, Steve. Oh, shit, There's we'll, so many crazy things going well, on. Well, in let's this line. let's, let's continue this. to tee this up for you guys. Loki yeah. quickly learns that they are in the void. Where everyone and everything from uh, pruned timelines is sent. And I thought that was a sentry reference for about 3.5 seconds. So thanks, Marvel. I thought it was a reference <laughs> to the sentry for 3.5 seconds. Sentry is a superhero. Uh, the Void is his arch nemesis. And I thought they were going to go there for 3.5 seconds. And then they, I was like, oh, wait, no. They're touching a hot stove. They're not going to do it. 
They're gonna they're gonna stick with this and the the smoke monster that for a second I also thought was one of Voldemort's Horcrux soul pieces. <laughs> right, or the smoke monster monster from Lost, yeah, right? Like okay. on no, steroids. There was no, there was no cha- there was no cheap chain sound effect in the background. For it, so. <laughs> ah, there was a little bit. Well, of a well sound yeah, and there. it did it did I resemble a little bit. It did resemble a polar bear too, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, this thing is crazy. Uh, it, it, it patrols the sky, Alioth. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Correctly, Close enough. Alioth. Okay. Uh, it, I was a little worried that they may be going into like Green Lantern or mm. the first Fantastic Four movies where the villain, the main villain of the movie was a, a smoke monster of, of varying colors, but I'm glad they kind of changed that up a little bit. Um, but it, I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit concerned heading into it. <laughs> All right. Well, how, th- hopefully that concern didn't last very long because Loki quickly decides he wants to return to the TVA, but the four Loki variants aren't having it. They're just trying to avoid death at the hands of Alioth. Um, quickly, we get a lot of Easter eggs right away. We're oh. running through. And so I know you guys love your Easter eggs. Um, as they're going down into well the underground chamber before, before that. All yeah. right. What do you got for me, Scott? So the, big, the first big one we see is is the head of Yellow Jacket from Ant-Man. Wow. Okay. In all the heads that you see in the in the fields, one of them is a giant head from the villain from the first Ant-Man movie. And then we also see they do a pan through the city and we see, okay, there is a connection to the smoke monster, Alioth, um, to Kang, the Conqueror. Mm. But as we're going through the city, the Avengers Tower does not have the Avengers logo or Stark Industries on the side of it. It's Kang Industries. Oh, wow. And I think I missed that, is it? It's spelled and it's spelled differently. It's spelled with a Q. It's Q A Q A N G Industries hmm. on the side so, of it. Seriously, like the the web traffic for porn sites must go down whenever a new Marvel TV show <laughs> drops because Scott is busy looking at freeze frames and screen grabs from Loki as opposed to his normal internet traffic. Yeah. All right. So even even I, you know, uh, Marvel uh, dumb shit picked up on a few right so thanos copter yes that was oh, a, that was an I, obvious so one that's right but that's a that's a deep cut though because yeah. the thanos copter appeared in spidey super stories <laughs> which is about as shitty a marvel comic as you could possibly find it is pretty bad <laughs> and then spidey, and then spidey super stories steve for you was a, a spider-man comic that wasn't really a spider-man comic was it, it's not really supposed to be canon, but sometimes it is canon when they want it to be. It was designed for young kids. It was like a electric company spin-off comic store. That was a weird wave, Greg. It looked like you were grabbing something, but yeah. <laughs> not to make it weird. But No, make it weird. But yeah, Thanos Copter, I'm pretty sure that's Spidey Super Stories uh, number 39. Okay. Wow. But to add to the Thanos Copter, it is identical to the actual comic book version <laughs> Which is hilarious because I'm like, they modify everything to make it look more super tech. I'm like, wow, it is a cheap yellow looking helicopter in the comic book with this giant Titan sitting in it. It's hilarious. That's awesome. Now, when they were going. It looks a lot like the helicopter from MASH. If you remember the show MASH with that giant bubble on the front of it, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. So when they were going down under the ground, down to the underground bunker, obviously we saw Thor's hammer. Uh But Scott pointed out something to me and I had to go back and look at it. Was it um, was it 
Frog Thor? It is Throg. In a, throg. In a, in a jar? It is Throg <laughs> the, the, trying to the, get... The, the Thunder Frog. The Thor the Thunder Frog. <laughs> That's right. That's just <laughs> insane. It, it one of the, in one of the great storylines from Walt Simonson's fantastic run on Thor, which you, if... if even if you're not a big comic book fan, like the, the Walt Simonson run on Thor is just a beautiful thing to behold. But Loki puts oh a God. curse on Thor at one point, and he gets kissed by a human being and, and turned into a frog. And he spends like an issue or two running around as a, yeah. a sentient frog and finally realizes like, hey, the hammer isn't human specific. If anybody's worthy enough to pick it up, they become Thor. So that's what I'm going to do to try to transform myself back and break the curse. And there's like a fantastic like two or three page sequence of this life-size little frog trying to pick up, you know, the giant human-sized <laughs> Thor hammer, which he finally successfully does and is transformed into Throg. Throg. Who we yeah. now see and who they make sure that that's we know crazy. that's what it is, jumping around that little glass jar because there's a little card there that says T365, which is the first appearance of the Frog of Thunder. <laughs> Serious that's Thor amazing. 365. That's crazy. Now, now there's that's so cool. That's a deep. Which, cut. of course, I own. It. You know, you know that I own. It. I know. I own it too, own and it, I know you so. do because you're you, you're a Simonson fan, as I recall. Yeah, you're, you're, I am big yeah. time. Big yeah. Time. So one one other quick one is yeah. the uh, one of the wrecked, um, like heaping masses of some ship or something. It's the escape ship that Red, uh, the Red Skull uses to get away from the first Avenger movie in uh, Captain no. America: First Avenger. Okay. It's, you see him all standing there, and it's standing up right behind him. It looks like it's going to tilt over and crush him. God, we've said before that the the depth of of content that they have to pull from is so rich. Oh yeah. I mean, this is we're just scratching the surface here. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. All right, so so, so it's it's not yeah. and it's not so much uh, like an underground lair. It's really more of a bowling alley, isn't it? A bowling alley. Looks sure like it. Look like it kind of yeah. it's yeah. kind of dressed up like one if it's it, not one, but yeah. it's this underground bunker. Saw, right? Yeah, I thought I saw a bowling alley and I thought I saw a ski ball alley in there. There we go. Mm. They're sore. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The whole, uh, so, the whole of the Thor stuff is just amazing. Like his first kickoff storyline where he introduces Beta Ray Bill is just genius, genius yeah. writing. Fantastic stuff. Again. Best ten dollars you can spend this year is uh well actually it's sixty for the whole year is getting the Marvel Universe app and just having access to read all this stuff on your iPad. Yeah, absolutely. Not the, marijuana, the, kids. The Marvel Unlimited subscription. Yeah. yeah. By the way, every time this is the one thing that impresses me the most about Marvel is every single time I go see a new movie or a new show, I am literally saying to myself, I never thought in my lifetime I would see this or that. And it started with Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. No, 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 to take that back. The assembling of all the Avengers for the first time, that shocked me. That was a moment. Oh, the, 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 the glory shot, the money shot with all of Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But after it's that, amazing. it was Guardians of the Galaxy. And then all these bizarre things I never thought I would see on screen, let alone this compilation of what a comic book is, getting to that end point. And now I'm seeing Thor frog it's amazing all right we got to move on guys all right so they're going they go to the underground bunker and the the three three of the four loki share their their sort of their origin stories right so um classic loki suggests that they're all destined to be the god of outcasts as no matter the timeline loki encounters uh no no matter the timeline um loki says that sylvie is different uh, that she wants to take down the TVA, not take it over, and that he plans to kill Alioth to help her. 
and so the four variants, the the, the four variants, um, even Loki, even Gator Loki at this point, kind of mock him. Which, by the way, I'm not even heartbroken <laughs> that that's strange. I'm not even heartbroken <laughs> that that's strange. That was a fucking funny line. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, alligator with an eye roll was fantastic. <laughs> and him actually saying in the middle of a major monologue, he's like, and by the way, it doesn't even shock me at this point that there's an alligator like me, like with the horns. I just love that he points it out in the show. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, the, the, oh, how many, how many of those gators are they going to sell? I mean, those things are going to go like hotcakes. Come on. <laughs> alligator, Loki, alligator Loki is the best addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe since Groot. And I will make sweet, sweet love to whoever created Alligator Loki, be it man or woman. Oh, and, I'm wow. not even and I'm not even bisexual. That's bold. Allegedly. <laughs> I'm um, willing to learn. <laughs> so, so Loki leaves the bunker and only he opens the door only to discover like a dozen more variants waiting for him. So yeah. he's now let in the clan of variants into the bunker. President Loki. Including President Loki, yeah. played by Hiddleston, <laughs> of course. That's kind of a big shock, too, because they teased, there were stills of this character appearing, you know, and everybody, right. oh, President Loki, and, and everybody thought it was going to be part of the show proper, not another variant, if you will. So that was that's kind of a, a of a of a swerve by the production team that I actually appreciate in this case yeah. that it wasn't uh, just Loki taking on a, another role from the comic book that it was the actual variant. So good on. Yeah, that, that was cool. Um, so it doesn't take long for an all out brawl to break out down in, in this bunker with <laughs> these well, 20 Lokis just yeah, brawling. Say, you get 20 people whose nature are to double cross everybody and put them in a room <laughs> together. Like what, right. do you, what do you, and I just love that the, the I'll call him Prime Loki is just over to the side, just constantly just looking uncomfortable, just like, oh God, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe people are falling for this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so funny. And, and with that, I don't know if you guys talked about it when he first appeared last week. So I, I'm sorry, I did not listen to the show from last week yet, but I'm going to talk about it now. Richard E. Grant, the actor who plays classic Loki or Prime Loki, is so fantastic, and I'm glad he's getting some spotlight these days. He was in uh, The Rise of Skywalker, playing the guy who takes out Hux, finally, the, the, the Imperial, the First Order commander who takes out Hux. Yeah. And he is just a great, versatile character actor in the old school way. And if you really want to see him at his best in the worst possible movie, and I don't even want you to watch the movie because it's that bad, but look him up on anything you can find on YouTube from the movie Hudson Hawk. Richard yeah. E. Grant in Hudson were... Hawk is so completely over the top, but so fantastic, and I'm glad he's here in this show. So, he's just, so, he's just so you know, Greg, in the episode you didn't listen to, we were looking up, yeah. I looked up his credits live on IMDb to talk about, now, and uh -huh. I said, oh god, it's too bad Greg Lent isn't here, because he would have a comment on this guy's appearance in Hudson Hawk. <laughs> we, yeah. we, we called it out. We called you out for that. That was, that was some... Uh, <laughs> That was some serious uh, pro astro projection there that we did last week. Yeah, yeah, we knew and, you would and, love that. And Greg and I did not talk beforehand about this, correct? Greg? No, not at all, not at all. Yeah. And, and 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 completely legit. I haven't listened to the episode, so we must have talked about Hudson Knox sometime in the past because it is a horrible movie with a great performance by that one person specifically. Yeah. Everybody else in the movie is ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, you're, if you're making if you're making a top ten list of worst movies to watch, Hudson Hawk has got to be near the top of that list. Right Absolutely. up there with Jaws for the Revenge. So there you go. <laughs> all right, so time it's personal. All right, so so uh, the brawl happens, and Loki, I'll call him Loki Prime, classic Loki, Kid Loki, and Gator Loki manage to escape the fight. Right, Not, but we got to go back to just talk about 
Gator Loki takes off President Loki's <laughs> hands. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. And the scream that President Loki lets out is one of the best things I've heard since like the original Luke scream. I'm like, wow, that was really that hurt. It's amazing. It's a great scene. It it's is. so fun. Um all right, so they're back outside and the variants agree to help Loki take down Alioth, but um they're they're they'll lead him to the monster, but they're only approaching it as a death sentence. Classic Loki says. So, you know, we'll lead you there, but we're not gonna help you beyond that. All right, so then we flash back to the TVA. All right, so we're changing settings to the we go back to the TVA. And uh, timeline-wise, it is technically a, a flashback because the void is the end of time, right? That's so a, that's a correct use of the good term point. there, Steve. I'm agreeing with you. All right, no. I'll, <laughs> just I'll trying take to throw it. you off your game by interrupting you to agree with you and not correct I, you. I, I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, Ravona buys herself some time by telling Sylvie about the void's existence. She's kind of stalling and kind of buying time for herself explaining she's helping Sylvie too because now she wants to know answers about the TVA and how it was created. And while she's stalling, all of a sudden the TVA hunters break in, right, to the room. And um, so stalling with Miss Minutes, by the way. Yes. Yeah. 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 Miss Minutes is clearly sentient and not just a, an AI yes. assistant thing. It it and this is where I think I think Ravona's character, there's an ounce of truth to what she was doing. I think she mm -hmm. is a little confused, kind of, but Miss Minutes seems to be the one that was doing most of the stalling, looking right. for the files. Oh, it's very deep inside. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's almost there, just mm -hmm. a few mm -hmm. more minutes. I'm like, wow, okay. So, Sil But Sylvie is able to to take Ravona's, she had Ravona's, I don't know, time stick or whatever you want to call it, and the temp pad, Yeah. and she prunes herself. Brilliant move, by yeah, the way. I just move. thought that was great. Uh, and so she she prunes herself into the void along with the temp pad. So now she's got a temp pad in the void. Yeah. Um, all right. And there's a great moment right after that with um, B-15 and Ravona, who B-15 tells Ravona that she'll never get answers about the TVA's creation before Sylvie does because you only want it, B-15 says, but she needs it. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, again, great acting uh, on the show, and I, I really like the actress that plays B fifteen. I think she's great. Um, so now Sylvie's in the void, and immediately getting chased by Alioth. Um, Sylvie is saved by someone that drives up in a this obnoxious Volkswagen. pizza car. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Volkswagen, which again right? looks like the like flying car from Harry Potter and Chamber of Sequence. Mm, Sequence. Yeah. yeah, I thought that same thing. Yeah, ah, absolutely. I didn't I, pick up on that, but you're right. With the with the attached with the big wedge of pizza. Yeah, and the yeah. door that just doesn't quite latch and is flopping open the whole time. I was like, really? Yeah. And surprise, it's Mobius. I got the mashup it's vibes Mobius. with that and uh, the truck from Toy Story. The pizza, oh, the pizza a little bit of that too. Yeah. yeah, a little vibe of that. Yep. Um, Alright, so Mobius is there to rescue her. Uh, or well, at least drive her away quickly. Um, but she says, no, 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 we need to return to the smoke monster to, to, to escape. Um, so, so they go back to where Alioth is lurking. Sylvia, uh, Sylvie and, and Mobius reunite with Loki and meet the other variants. 
and Loki had a plan to kill the monster, and alligator Loki, and again, the greatest side, like, growls at one point, and Loki's like, see, he agrees with me, and classic Loki's like, no, he's praying, he thinks it's a horrible plan, and we're going to die. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're going to sell so many of those toys. I'm already buying one. Oh I'll buy the horns on that thing. I'll That's... totally buy one. <laughs> so, so Sylvie puts forth this idea that, well, you know, the smoke monster, Aliath, is not the, the enemy here. That's just a cigar dog. Yeah. Um, and she uses that term guard dog, preventing people from reaching the real ruler, the the per, the real person that created the TVA. So rather than kill Aliath, let's I, I will enchant it and we'll try and gain access past it. Right. And she right. did that when she first jumped through. She got it got it hit her or touched her and she, she had was a, able to sense something and she saw some stuff. There was right. a there was a really interesting little flash of sequences there. Yeah, there's a little green. You see that little green um, enchanting yep. tone that she gets. Um, all right, so we moving forward a little bit. Loki and Sylvia are waiting for Aliath to approach, and they have this little conversation. They're sitting together on the on the side of the the hill about they're talking about what they'll do with their lives when you know this adventure is all over, and neither one is sure. But Loki suggests that you know maybe we can figure it out together. And um, Loki says maybe, and and Loki promises he won't betray her at the last minute. She he conjures a blanket, and they share. And there's some there's some genuine affection there. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Loki is descendant from a frost god. Why is he cold? <laughs> <laughs> Don't it's ask hey, me. Hey Dave. Scott, do you, Scott, Nico, Greg, anybody? Am I Dave. am I missing something here? No. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Scott. That's why. <laughs> Jesus. I do want wow. to point out. I do wow. want to point out that we are that was like a drive-by. From we're, that we're, right there. we're 23 minutes into the show. That's the first thing that Nico has said. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know what's so relevant? That was my contribution to this episode. That's I right. actually sent you up the fucking the Scott. writers. No, no, I sent oh. the writers. You know, okay. you should give Loki a blanket. I just think that would be a, a swell thing to do. Um, stand by what I said. <laughs> <laughs> stand by your comment. Um, all right. So, uh, but they 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 refuse to kind of agree that you know whatever that they their attraction or touching or whatever with each other caused the the nexus event. They kind of awkwardly deny any chemistry, but clearly, you know, they actually call it oh, it's just another TVA TVA lie. But clearly, there's some electricity there. Uh, between the two of them. Is, is it electricity or is it father-daughter chemistry? So you're going to keep I, pulling that. No. And it's going to make it creepy. There is other Look, chemistry. All there. I'm saying <laughs> is that Luke got farther with his sister in Star Wars than Loki has gotten with his daughter, Sylvie, right now. No, I, all right. I do want to go back to the, to the fight real quick. I'm going to back up real quick. I want to go back to the fight in the, in the bowling alley between all the Lokis there. Because yes. did you notice during the sand there was this goofy little... Uh, just bit that Diddy that was playing in the background and Scott and Dave specifically did it remind you of anything it did and I was I actually rewatched it before I came over and I was it's it's another theme with a like a carnival vibe to it and I can't remember but, but it sounds to me and I'm not a big fan of the show but to me it sounds just like the theme from Buffy the Vampire Slayer oh, just yeah. like the theme Ooh, by the band yeah. Go That's, back and listen to it again because I got a big, you know, Buffy vibe out of that. Out of okay. that whole song for someone who's not a big scene. fan of the show, you know who did the theme song for it, though, Greg Lent. 
Uh, I do know who did You're very Scott suspicious and I have, right now. Scott, Scott and I have discussed this many times. The, uh, okay. the band is called Nerf Herder. So Nerf, yeah. it's hard to forget that name if you're a Star Wars fan. <laughs> exactly. I know. I'm yeah. just. I'm yeah. just. I'm just it's saying. Unique. He knows a it's lot. Unique. <laughs> he knows a lot for not being a fan. And and I was able to pick the Buffy theme out of the Loki show. So maybe yeah. I'm the asshole here. So. <laughs> 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 All right, so finally, Alioth returns. Loki says, you know, I'm not going back. I'm staying with Sylvie. He hands the temp pad um, to Mobius. Mobius, thank you. Yeah. Um, so classic Loki, Kid Loki, and Gator Loki opt to stay behind in the void. He says, they, they say it's their home. They're staying behind. And another great Easter egg moment in the background, another wreckage. It's the ship. From Guardians of the Galaxy, it's really it's the uh, oh god, what's his name? The villain, jeez, <laughs> oh, Thanos? No, 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 <laughs> the guy that's working for Thanos, the Destroyer, uh, yeah, uh, Ronan, the Accuser, Ronan. Oh, it's Ronan, Ronan the Accuser. Yeah, it's in the background. It's just, it's totally the ship. It's just, I okay. love that character, by the way, Ronan. Uh, I thought he was badass. Anyway, yes, Nico. Question for me: um, That statue head of. Like the multiple like faces, yes. The cloth over it. That is that anything? That might My be. Brain the tells I don't. Me that was supposed to be something. I don't remember mm. seeing that. But what you're describing would be the living tribunal character from the. That's game. what it reminded me mm. of, right? It was so they have like three or four faces on the same head, right? Yes, and they're yeah. covered to varying degrees to cloth. Like the one on the front is, yeah. you know, down to the forehead. And the one in the back is completely covered, and then the sides are like varying degrees of cover. Yeah, kind of like, like the mayor a... in the Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> the heads to spin around. Oh man, what are we okay, yeah, for? that's I'm that's what that around. reminded me. I'm like, what of, but I wasn't mean? sure if that was significant at all or not. All Everybody's right. confused because Steve is looking behind himself right now, and it's like it's a closed room with a locked door. Steve, There's I was being the mayor, looking like... there. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not at the hotel. The power's not off. The desk guy's not looking for you to kill you. It's all okay. <laughs> I, I was doing the mayor anyway. Whatever. All right. So great moment. I got a little feels. I have to admit, got a little feels when Mobius takes the temp pad that Sylvie had swiped from Ravona and opens the time door back to the TVA, and uh, he says, "I'm going to burn it to the ground," and he says, "Thanks for the spark," to Loki. Uh, and and then he says to Sylvie, "You're my favorite." As he's hugging Loki, yeah. and uh, gives him a long well, hug, and then leaves. That was and, that was awesome. I, I like that for a couple reasons. Because one, when he's like, "Thank you for the spark," and then when him and when he offers the hand, and Tom Hiddleston goes in for the hug instead. Like that was so. Yeah. That was yeah. actually very very well done between the two of them on just what a yeah. genuine friendship they have. But yeah. I loved how he played that moment where he whispers it because I'm like. I'm pretty sure he's whispering to Sylvie, but he played yeah. it so that he can argue like, no, I'm whispering to, I'm whispering to Loki. <laughs> right. Totally. And Sylvie's just listening in on it. Like he, it, it's very subtle, but he played it so that you can interpret it either way as a viewer. It was and kind I of a Loki move. That. It was kind yeah, of a Loki move when you think about exactly. it. Exactly. It was yeah. a very Loki move. All right. So then we get into the battle, the final battle with Alioth and Loki offers himself up as bait, right? He's going to run around the side of, of Alioth to distract the monster while Sylvie has a chance to enchant it from the other side. But Alioth, Alioth turns its face back towards Sylvie uh, so she can get its head and rushes towards her. 
and suddenly Alioth is distracted by something. We see some glowing thing in in the in the um, in the in, in nearby, but off off camera, and it's classic Loki using his magic to project the entire city of Asgard yeah. to distract the monster. And, and I'm going to pull Scott here and jump in and say that this whole scene is a is a an Easter egg referencing the original cover art for Journey into Mystery 85 where Loki makes his first appearance there. Yes. If you look at that cover art and then you look at his stand, his battle stance, almost he's, spot on. So He's doing the, the pose, yeah. Exactly. Also, another frame from that is when the monster starts to get into the Asgard projection, it goes to the biggest tower, the tallest tower, and right. it starts to eat the tower. That is an actual panel from one of the newer versions of... I think it's Thor, or I, I can't remember which one, but it's it's his first or second appearance, the the Alioth character. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I was just waiting for Alioth to, you know, with that weird face and smoky form and lit up, you know, orifices, to say something like "Seek me out, the diamond in the rough," like the <laughs> sand trap. <laughs> so Alioth is. Uh, distracted it tries to destroy to eat the towers but it's just you know it's just it's it's trying to eat nothing it's just a projection from um from classic loki's magic um eventually his power begins to weaken the projections fade leaving elioth to attack and classic uh, loki shouts glorious purpose as he's you know, and and laughs, uh, throws his head back in laughter. Alioth just tears through him, yeah. and eats well, him. Call back to like, the Loki to the Loki line where he says, "You know, I glorious, I serve a glorious right, purpose. Right. The, hand, the hand of Thanos, all that, blah blah blah." Right, right. I was, I thought it was more like he was a shout out to his hero, Navin R. Johnson. He finally found out what his special <laughs> purpose is for. <laughs> I found my special purpose. Oh, I think Navin R. Johnson's purpose was a little bit different. For a little, slightly different. Um, <laughs> but the, the distraction, that distraction, gave Sylvie and Loki enough time to sort of join together, uh, jointly enchant. Elioth, which doesn't Loki say like I don't know how to do it, but Sylvie says no, you can because we're the same person. Or, no, she says you know how. You know how. You know. Yeah. How. And unspoken because you taught me, Dad, is what's you know. Oh. The, See, she's that so one. convinced that it's father daughter. Well, now because I was going to say something terrible, and that's going to make it even worse. So I'm definitely not going to say it now. <laughs> I'm just, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. Look, if you can argue that that Ray is a Kenobi and still argue it after it's proven that she's not, I can certainly. When there's been no evidence to disprove the theory, say that it's possible. I no, think no, no. Ray is more of a Kenobi than she's more of a daughter. Doesn't matter. I think I they're having Nico, the Nico was writer about that than the rest of us. Yeah, That's true. I think <laughs> my fridge still doesn't have beer in it. But oh, yeah, we discussed that last episode too, and you'd know it if you listened to any of them. I think um, they're having enchanted <laughs> sex. That's what's going on right here. It's the Loki, it's a self. It's an avatar moment. And is it really sex or is it just masturbation? Wow. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they make the connection. All of a sudden, the smoke rushing at them turned, has this green hue to it. The smoke monster has been charmed and um, sort of like parts, like the green smoke sea. Very Wizard of Oz. Yes. Yep. Very. Well, the whole thing is like the Wizard of Oz. It is. And by it, the right? way, that is Kang is not, there's no good real estate there if that's where Kang's living. <laughs> that was a guard dog for Kang. Right. Yeah. Well, Sylvie tells Loki, open your eyes. 
and he does to find uh, the smoke monster has parted, has vanished, and um, there's this sort of like opening in the smoke. Vagina. The vagina. It it parts to reveal this massive (laughs) vagina castle in in the distance. Um, And hand in hand. What episode were you guys watching? Loki and Sylvie sort of look exchange a look and they start walking towards the castle all right so doesn't and, this and de- end credits doesn't this debut on Pornhub or is it Disney Plus? <laughs> porn Pornhub 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 dot, dot, dot Star Wars dot UK oh, man. Um, all right yeah who is in the castle Scott Ivansky God who are they I'm, gonna find I'm still look I'm on board with the whole Kang thing so whether or not it's Kang's it's I don't think it's Kang's castle I think there's more to it to that uh, but I'm hearing rumors that it's Doctor Doom's castle. Mm. So I don't know if they would do that, though. All right, that's a vote for Kang, is what I'm hearing. Yep. Oh, well, Dave, you know, Dave and Greg. All right, let's go to Greg. Greg, who's say, in the castle? Fantastic Four is officially announced, minus a cast or anything like that. So, oh, I, I, I hadn't heard that Doctor Doom prediction. So, I, you know, everybody's saying Kang. I'm just gonna say Kang. I have no idea. I have no clue who's going to be in the castle. They, they've, they've subverted my expectations with everything in the show so far. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to just say I don't know. Yeah. All right, Nico, I'm going to you. Who's in the castle, Nico? The king of the castle. King of the castle. King of the castle. <laughs> Are you saying the man in the high castle will be in the castle, Nico? Wow, no. Hitler himself. Dave, who's in the castle? Uh, I'm going to give two answers. Alex, Uh I like Immortus instead of Kang, just because it it opens the door for Kang without it actually being Kang. But if we're going to go for a super deep cut, uh, Franklin Richards waiting to become the next Galactus at the end of the universe. Wow, shit! That's, I like you, it. Yeah, you went crazy. Whoa. That's a, that's a deep. Cut. I got Greg's attention with that one. He actually like sat up. I like Immortus a lot. I think that fits kind of the theme that you were talking about. Kind of how we got. A- the the other lackey dude in Avengers and then leading into Ronan in the Guardians before Thanos finally showed up. And if Kang is the one who's going to be the big bad of the next phase, I think just, just pooping him out in the middle of a TV show uh, is, is blowing your water a little bit too soon. Uh, my guess is it is the uh, it is the French taunter from uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Philippe's already dead. I fought in your general direction, <laughs> English pig dogs. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, I, yeah. God, guys, the Immortus thing is a cop out though, because we know it's it's basically the same character. So, we Scott, yes, we know that, but millions of other people that haven't read comic books since they were six do not know that. Thanks yeah. for the spoiler. Oh come on, <laughs> I would not. I would not have known that. We already know. did. We discuss this last episode, didn't? Possibly it was yeah. mentioned. Mortis may have been the Steve. first one to get, you know, pruned because he's a variant of Kang. So all right. let's, let's all, all right. be real. Steve does not remember the last episode. I don't remember what I, I had for lunch today. <laughs> Nico Rodriguez. Do you know who Kang is? No. Then yeah. does it fucking matter if he's got another alias? <laughs> and with that, episode 204, I think, of the Wretched Hive is in the books. This is a lot of fun. We're going to do, so we're wrapping up Loki. Season yeah. season one. Are we going to have a season two? Have we heard anything about Loki season two, or is this just a one-off? You think they they there mentioned ha- there haven't been any season twos for anything. Else. I know, yeah. there, there but, haven't. But they nominated WandaVision for a limited series Emmy, and they nominated Falcon and the Winter Soldier for regular series Emmy. 
That's so excellent. They, they, they tip their hands there a little bit with that. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Well, I'll take more of either one of those shows because I love all the Marvel stuff coming out. So much fun. Yeah. Would they do that because they wouldn't want two shows from the same house, you know, competing mm. for the same thing? They can they can take it's home more awards putting them around different, you know. But you don't want to split the vote is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, you don't want to split the vote. But it, by the same token, if WandaVision Season 2 happens, it, it's going to look kind of kind of cheap and destroy their credibility. So I... Yeah. I I suspect they legit don't have plans, story plans for it, probably any time in the next three to four years but for a season H- two of one. Yeah. Hiddleston, on his, like, whatever run of uh, promotion for this, did mention that they're leaving it open with Loki. Yeah. yeah, but I have to think all of this is teeing up where the big money is, and that's in the MCU. Yeah. Right. It's got to be in the theater. Yeah. All right, guys. Speaking of the movies, too, anybody else going to see Black Widow this weekend? I'm going to see it on Thursday. Saturday, bitches. Saturday, Saturday motherfuckers. Bitches. Saturday, motherfuckers. Saturday, bitches. And you can probably tune into the show pretty close after this weekend and hear our review of Black Widow. I'm going to guess we're going to we're going to come together somehow for that. I'm, I'm gone, so oh, I'll try and see it early yes. next week. Okay. All right. All right. Best of luck, sir. Guys, this is a lot of fun. Thanks so much. Have a great week. Enjoy your Marvel. Show up next week for episode six, the ultimate. Not the penultimate, the ultimate episode, the final episode of Loki season one happening next week. And we'll be there to review for you. And until then, may the force be with us all.